Welcome to Coffee Contrails. Elevator Man by Helene Simkin Hara. Yeah, so Tony, listen. I gotta get my girl something, you know, impressive like. I mean, she says I never get her anything, that I'm a big nobody, that I don't take her nowhere, that I don't appreciate her, blah, blah, blah. So I wanna blow her fucking mind, right? I wanna surprise her for her birthday next week and give her, like, diamonds or something, huh? So here's the deal. I got this new job, see? You remember Frankie? Yeah, well, he kicked the bucket two days ago. Yeah, real tragedy, nice guy. Anyway, the thing is, he knew he was dying. So he tells me he'll recommend me for his elevator job at that fancy-ass apartment building on Park Avenue. Yeah! All I gotta do is look the other way, you know? Mind my own beeswax when I take them to their floor. He says, there's this real looker who lives in the penthouse. He says she's kind of old, but she's rich as shit, and he thinks she's horny, too. He says she was always a little tipsy, leaning on him, even played with his goddamn hair. Can you believe it? But you know Frankie. Yeah, he didn't want any part of that. His old lady would have bashed his fucking head in if she caught him messing around with any rich dame in that building. And besides, he had all kinds of shit wrong with him. High blood pressure, gout, diabetes. Yeah, he was a wreck. Anyways, before he kicked off, he told his boss about me, and that guy hired me on the spot as soon as I walked in the door. Easy peasy. Didn't even check my record. So yesterday was my first day on the job, piece of cake. And that broad Frankie warned me about? Oh, Jesus H. Christ, he wasn't fooling. She was all over me with her fancy perfume, her diamond bracelets, rings, and necklace. I couldn't exactly rip the jewels off of her, especially not the first day on the job. So this is where you come in. All you gotta do is go to Mr. Peterson, he's the boss, and you tell him use a window washer. It doesn't matter, you never did it before. Listen to me. You go borrow some window cleaning shit from Jack and you tell him I sent you. Watch him sweat. He owes me. Tell him to give you some pointers. Yeah, don't worry about it. You'll do fine. Are you afraid of heights? No? Good. So this dame lives in the penthouse, see? Go wash her windows and figure out how to break into her apartment. Then you just look around where her jewelry box is. It's probably on the dresser or something. And you grab a necklace or a ring and you stash it in your pocket. What's in it for you? Oh, right. Well, you grab two things, and I'll give you half of whatever we can sell one of the things at the pawn shop for. It's probably at least $500. Easy peasy. Then you quit your job, see? No, you don't give the boss your real name or your real address. That way he can't find you, see? It's simple. I can't wait to see the look on Zelda's face when I hand her a diamond ring. She will shit bricks. <laughs> don't worry about it. Nothing can go wrong. You call me when you got the goods. Hey, Charlie, listen, we gotta talk. 
It didn't work out as planned. Yeah, I borrowed the window cleaning shit from Jack. And he wasn't too happy about it, neither. Yeah, Mr. Peterson said I could wash the windows. The thing is, he asked me how much I charge. Well, how the fuck do I know? I didn't know what to say, so I says the first thing that comes to my mind. I says, $500. No, I'm not shitting you. And the fucker agrees. And then he says, who do I make the check out to? <laughs> he got me on that one. I didn't want to give him my real name like you said, so I says, Jack Miller. I know that was stupid. I couldn't think any other names. So what if Jack won't give me the money? Well, anyways, that's just the beginning of what went down. So yesterday, I go to wash the freaking windows. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I mean, Jack kind of told me, but I didn't even know how to make sure I didn't fall off that stupid platform. So anyways, I started on the first window, and you know, you can't help looking inside. These fancy-ass people are eating some three-course meal or something, candles, tablecloths, the whole bit. They have this maid serving them and some other dude pouring wine for them. Real classy. The thing is, these rich people, they don't even talk to each other. They didn't say one freaking word to each other. I swear to God, if it was my house, we would have been all over screaming and laughing or something, but nothing, not a goddamn word. Yeah, so I didn't want them to know I was staring at them, so I moved on to the next floor. They had the freaking curtains closed. I heard thumping and moaning, though, so <laughs> I pretty much guessed what kind of party was going on in there. Man, hold your horses. I'm getting there. Yeah, so on the next floor, these two dudes were dancing together. I don't care what people do. It's just kind of weird watching them, that's all. Man, they looked happy. Well, yeah, it's a free country. Yeah, I'm getting there. So I go to her window, the rich old lady. Yeah, so I kid you not, the second I start washing her window, she comes right over and opens it up. I tell her I can't wash it if it's open, and she just grabs me and yanks me inside her place. So then, hey, get this, she offers me a glass of wine. Me? I can't fucking believe it. Yeah, I took her up on it, of course I did. This was like a fucking dream. Some rich old lady offering Tony Pacheco a glass of wine in her hoity-toity apartment. And that wine was good, too. Didn't even bite back. So then this broad starts, like, touching my hair. And she tells me I had pretty eyes. I didn't even take offense at pretty. I mean, she could have said handsome, but eh, what the hell. And then she starts rubbing herself all over me. Yeah, she's old, but so what? I mean, uh, you know, a man's got to do what a man's got to do, right? I'm getting there. Hold on, will ya? She asked me if I can cook. And I tells her, hey, <laughs> I can make ravioli like you can't believe. And cannoli? That'll knock your socks off. So she says to me, hey, Tony, can you come over tomorrow and make me ravioli and cannoli? I said, yes, ma'am, I sure can. So yesterday, I goes over there, right? Hey, you weren't in the elevator. Why not? What? 
They fired your fucking ass? What? You look suspicious? <laughs> yeah, well, hey, so sue me. You do look suspicious. Yeah, there was some old lady there. Yeah, they hired some old lady to run the elevator. Eh, sign of the times, women's lib. Nah, she weren't no looker. She looked like the back of a bus. And let me tell you, you wouldn't want to mess with that bitch. <laughs> no way. She looked like she could chew you up and spit you out in no time flat. So anyways, getting back to Betty, and that's her name. I make her they kill her ravioli and cannoli, and she practically has an orgasm. And after we killed off a bottle of her wine, she invites me to come live with her. No, I'm not kidding. I'm moving in tomorrow. No, I didn't get the freaking diamonds. What, what do you take me for? You think I'm gonna filch off the old lady? I mean, my old lady? Yeah, that's right. Cry your eyes out. Yeah, maybe. If you're real nice, uh, we'll invite you up there sometime. But you gotta promise to keep your paws off for diamonds, kabish? If you like today's recording, please like and favorite us on Facebook and Twitter, and you can find us at coffeecontrails.com. Thanks. <laughs>